You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And it's a brand new week, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is a Monday, June 7th and a Tuesday, June 8th. Thank you for listening and joining us, everybody. Matt Derry with you, your host here on Locked On Lions. Been with you since 2016. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening, whether you're on your way to work on a Tuesday morning or you're checking us out. Um, you know, maybe maybe threw it on Alexa on a Monday night, whatever it is. Thank you for listening and joining us today. We're brought to you today by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them Locked On sent you. On the show today, the Lions getting some much-deserved national love. We've talked about pro football focus in the past. Some of their rankings we did not agree with. DeAndre Swift didn't make the top 32 running backs. Jared Goff was ranked 26th among quarterbacks. But the Lions, one of their units, got some props today. We're going to tell you about that coming up on the show as well. Lions had, going into today, two roster spots open. uh, With uh, 88 players currently on their roster, can get up to 90. They filled one of those today. We'll tell you about that momentarily on the show. Also, uh, Michael Brockers spoke the newest Detroit Lion, and had some like big-time comments and impressive comments about his defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn, something we're not used to hearing around here. We'll get into that on the show and a Matt Derry special. As always, you know I like to nitpick on the show. Sometimes I get a little nitpicky. I saw a picture today that bothered me. I'm going to give it two minutes, and then I promise that's all I'm doing today. But uh, find us on Twitter, please, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Follow that page as well, where you will get the podcast every day. And we are on Facebook, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, too. Uh, Lions are done with their OTAs uh, from the last couple of weeks. They're going to get ready for a mandatory mini camp coming up. Uh, if you missed last week, we had Peter Bukowski on from Locked On Packers. Uh, to talk a little bit about the Aaron Rodgers situation, they're opening up mandatory minicamp, I believe, on Wednesday. And if Rodgers isn't there, he could be subject to fine, or they could give him an excused absence. We're going to see where that goes um, later on in the week. All right, we all know something about the Lions. We don't know how many wins they're going to have. We don't know how long this rebuild's going to take. There's a lot of things we don't know. But the one thing we know is there's a room in Allen Park that is clearly the best room of all the rooms, and that's the offensive line room. All right? Quarterback, eh, we'll see how how golf does. Running back, well, there's plenty of questions. Wide receiver, we know that room blows. Tight ends, not bad. All right? Pretty good. Defensive line, deep, but how good is it going to be? Linebacker, not sure. Defensive backs eh, will be better. Okay? Special teams, who knows? All right, we, we, we know Jack Fox was great with the punting last year. We'll see what the kicking situation looks like with Randy Bullock um, this year. But offensive line is clearly the best room in Allen Park. They are a big-time unit. There's a pro bowler on there. There's a guy that was a top-five 
uh, PFF guy last year and Taylor Decker. And so today, Pro Football Focus at PFF.com ranked their 32 offensive line units going into the season. This was written by our buddy Steve Palazzolo, the editor-in-chief at PFF.com. And uh, not a surprise, number one on the list. Oh, man, you, don't you just love when you uh, X out of something that you just had? Jeez. Let me try this again. Thank you. Um, the Cleveland Browns are ranked number one. And why not? You know, Jack Conklin, Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, um, um, Jedrick Wills. I mean, the list goes on and on. The Brown, Wyatt Teller, the Lions offensive or the Lions, the Browns offensive line is really good. Colts number two, they lose Costanzo to retirement, but they beef it up with Eric Fisher, Braden Smith on the other side. Quentin Nelson is arguably the best uh, interior offensive lineman in the league, and Ryan Kelly is a big time center. Patriots three, uh, Saints four, Buccaneers five. But cracking the top 10 for offensive lines in the NFL is your Detroit Lions at number 10. And to be quite honest, this is nice. This is well-deserved. If you watched the team last year, you saw the growth of that offensive line. They're well-coached, all right, with Hank Fraley back at the helm. I said it last year when I wanted Patricia gone. When they broom out these coaches... The two guys that should stay are Braden Combs, a special teams coach who fired himself, basically, um, during that game in Tennessee when he ran the fake punt and didn't tell Daryl Bevel, and Hank Fraley, who did a really, really nice job with the O-line. And you saw the, the, the growth there. Right? Frank Ragnow is a big-time center. Taylor Decker is a very good left tackle. Jonah Jackson, for a rookie last year, moved from right guard to left guard and didn't miss a beat and, and did a nice job. Um, going to get better, for sure. But he was a third-round pick that played his rookie year on a bad team. They've now drafted Panay Sewell, seventh overall, and they've got Halapulavati Vaitai that the previous regime gave $10 million a year to, but he's big, he's strong, Dan Campbell likes him, you put him at guard, he might work out. Here's what Steve uh, wrote at PFF about this uh, Lions group. Number 10, Detroit Lions, quote, it's fair to be optimistic about Detroit building one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Left tackle Taylor Decker is coming off uh, career highs in overall grade, 82.0, and pass blocking grade, 85.8, while, rank, while ranking 12th overall among tackles last season. Lions will trot out rookie Panay Sewell at right tackle after drafting with a 7th overall pick. He was a top offensive tackle on their draft board. Center Frank Ragnow has improved in all three of his NFL seasons, headlined by an 80.3 grade last season, the third best mark among centers. Blah, blah, blah. Guard is the biggest question mark for Lions offensive line. Jonah Jackson started at left guard last year. Um, Halapulavati Vitae is a starter right guard where he performed well on 282 snaps a year ago. As we know, Vitae last year was injured a lot. The Lions appear to have built the foundation of an excellent offensive line for the foreseeable future, end quote. So, Detroit, the only teams that were better were the Niners, Rams, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bucks, Saints, Patriots, Colts, and Browns. So that's pretty cool. Like the Lions out of 32.
two teams were ranked number 10. Now, I could sit here and go over the rest of the units and tell you how bad some of them are. I mentioned that before, but no. You know, somebody, excuse me, nationally saying that the Lions have a good base up front is so important for a couple of reasons. Number one, the running game. The Lions never, ever run the football well, ever, since Barry Sanders retired. And maybe, just maybe, they're going to have what it takes this time around to run the football, all right? And they need to. Their coach likes running the football. They've got some depth at running back. It appears they're likely going to sign Todd Gurley to go with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams and Jamar Jefferson. So that's important. Why else is this important? I will tell you that coming up next. What about betonline.ag, though? The fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the games at BetOnline. Tonight, like, there's only three games uh, on Major League Baseball slate, but there's two NBA playoff games. You want to bet on those? Go to betonline.ag and get it done. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams make their runs through the playoffs in both the NBA and NHL. Go to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is put the promo code in. That's locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Promo code locked on. BetOnline's great. All right. And they are your online sportsbook experts. All right. The run game needs to be better for the Lions. And you love seeing PFF promote their offensive line. But what else is so important about this team is that if they're going to find out if they have a quarterback or not, and if Jared Goff is going to take these next steps, he has to stay unscathed. All right? When Matthew Stafford got hurt, it wasn't because Matthew Stafford was running around the pocket and taking off out of the pocket like Mahomes or Michael Vick or Steve Young or somebody like that. The years where Matthew Stafford got beat up, was because they didn't have a good offensive line in front of them. And I know the Lions, uh, Frank Ragnow was like the first Lions O-lineman to make the Pro Bowl since T.J. Lang. And, of course, T.J. was an alternate that got uh, moved up. But, you know, you got to go back to, like, Jeff Harding's uh, um, and, and Lomas Browns and Kevin Glover's and guys like that. The Lions had a long, long time, and they went a long, long time without having a Pro Bowler on the O-line. And to see Frank Ragnow in just his third year get that honor, Jared Goff is not somebody that moves around well. Jared Goff is somebody that, when he has time, can make some good throws. The Rams got banged up on their O-line at the end of last year. Goff got hurt as well. But it's going to be critical, especially with this group of wide receivers, that the O-line blocks for people and sets the example, sets the tone And I like what they have. And if they keep Tyrell Crosby around, and they've got Logan Stenberg, who was a fourth-round pick last year, and, you know, some of the other depth that they have along their offensive line, I think they're going to be in good shape. You know, I think, you know, Daniel Jones has not performed very well for the Giants just yet. Well, one of the reasons why is their offensive line is, is ranked 32nd on this list. 
They haven't built that offensive line. They've gone receiver and running back where they haven't gone building from within. And I'm excited to see what Panay Sewell does, too, at right tackle. Very excited about that. So good to see the Lions getting some love and the offensive line ranked um, in the top ten. The group that I think has a lot of issues, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast, is at linebacker. And today the Lions announced that they've added a linebacker to their roster, signing free agent Reggie Gilbert, 28 years old, the pride of Arizona, went undrafted in 2016, spent his first three years with the Green Bay Packers. Um, First year was mostly a practice squad guy. Second year, uh, promoted to the active roster in December of 2017, Um, And then played a lot, actually, in 2018, uh, where he played in all 16 games, registered 38 tackles, 27 solo, two and a half sacks, two passes defended, and one fumble recovery. So um, the Packers brought him back in March of 2019, figured he'd be a part of the mix. And then right before the season started, they traded him to the Tennessee Titans for a seventh-round pick. Um, 2019 season, Gilbert spent with the Titans, 22 tackles, one sack, one pass defended. Then in March of the next year, was signed to a one-year deal, brought back, then got hurt during training camp and was waived um, during the preseason in 2020. Uh, Then was let go by that team in September. Signed by the Cardinals in October of 2020 to their practice squad. Then last year um, was a practice squad player again. Or actually um, signed off the practice squad of the Cardinals by the Jags in November. Let go at the end of last year. Um, Played in 11 games for the Titans in 2019. As I I mentioned before, those numbers... um, did have a sack. So he's got four and a half career sacks, 62 tackles, playing for three, uh, uh, a bunch of teams. And last year was basically just a uh, on the Jaguars, didn't play in a game, and the Cardinals practice squad. So this is another body. This is a guy, Reggie Gilbert, 6'4", tall, 261. Pretty good in pass coverage. And we'll see if he can make the Lions. But look, they're going to throw a lot of linebackers into the mix here and see who can get it done and see who can play. Gilbert has NFL experience. He's 28. Uh, Todd Wash has some um, familiarity with him as he's rushed off the edge for his uh, days in Jacksonville. Of course, Wash was the Jaguars' D-line coach, so there's a little bit of uh, familiarity there. But the Lions have added another linebacker. They now have one more roster spot open you got to figure it's likely going to be Todd Gurley, but they have not uh, made that official, or they not done that just yet. Michael Brockers had some really, really amazing things to say about uh, Aaron Glenn. We'll get you those comments uh, coming up next. First, though, Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. I'm actually today intermittent fasting, meaning I need to lose weight. This COVID-10 uh, COVID, uh, to 15 pounds that I've gained over the last year, it's got to go. So I'm intermittent fasting today, meaning I'm not eating anything, and I'm dying without my Built Bar. Thank you to the folks at Built 
for um, sending me um, the brand new Built Bar that I got in the mail uh, last week. The, uh, oh gosh, now I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. <laughs> I'm going to find it. Uh, the Grasshopper Cookie. It tastes like a cookie, like a chocolate cookie with a little bit of hint of mint. And it is very good, and that'll be out very, very soon. But Built Bars are the best. They really are. All the flavors are good. They're good for you. Most of the flavors have just 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. It's amazing. They're all tasty, and they're all healthy. All right? So get them today at BuiltBar.com. And use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about our friends at RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible to stock up at the parts, all the parts you need for your car, at some traditional chain storefront. Why would you do that when you can go to RockAuto.com? And it's delivered right to your door, whatever you buy. It's great. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online. They've been doing it for 20 years. All right, go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps. You need motor oil, even new carpet. They've got it for you at rockauto.com. Best of all, prices at Rock Auto are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. All right, so go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, um, so Michael Brockers is here, the former Rams defensive lineman, traded to the Lions. Lions gave him a new uh, contract, everything else. So here's a guy that is going to make an impact uh, on this team, veteran defensive lineman, been around. And so he was at OTAs. He missed OTAs the first week, but was here for the second week. And last week when he was talking about the team, um, Brocker said about defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, quote, I think the biggest thing, biggest thing with coaches and players is we have to have great communication. And he's, Aaron, 100% the best communicator I've been around. (laughs) Wow. Just being a player who's played in the league, he has an understanding of and that perspective of being a player. So when you ask him a question or something like that, he can definitely answer your question of where you need to be. End quote. Remember, Michael Brockers went to a Super Bowl team. He was on a Super Bowl team with the Rams. He's played with excellent coaches. He's been around very good coaches. But he said Aaron Glenn, just from one week of OTAs, is the best communicator he's ever been around. That's saying something. We know about communication issues and what the Lions had under the previous regime. Right? But this is crazy. Crazy. Aaron Glenn only after a few Zoom meetings and after one week of OTAs says that, or Michael Brocker says he's the best communicator he's ever been around. 
gosh, it is just remarkable. Hopefully, hopefully these coaches can take this group and the rebuild can be a lot shorter. I still think you have to have talent. I think coaching is very important in the NFL. I don't think it's as important in a sport like baseball or a sport like the NBA. you got to have players. But NFL football is such a team game. And scheming and, and knowing where guys should be and everything else is important. I love hearing this type of stuff. Aaron Glenn getting rave reviews. Remember, earlier in the, in the summer or in the spring, Okuda said the same type of thing. Tracy Walker said last week, I'm ready to transform myself with these new coaches. And here's Michael Brockers, a veteran, a well-respected veteran, already pumping up Aaron Glenn. I think that is uh, pretty cool. Very cool. See if it see if it translates to wins on the field. All right. Final thing. Nitpicky, and I'm doing it. Uh, I was on prideofdetroit.com today, the great website. Jeremy and Eric and everybody there does a great job. I'm on there every day. I go to Lions Wire every day for Jeff Risden stuff. I go to Pride of Detroit every day. So I'm looking at their front page today, and they've got a picture of Reggie Gilbert, and they're talking about Panay Sewell meeting Calvin Johnson, blah, blah. They're doing their mailbag, and it says, Will the Lions' collaborative coaching style actually work? And there's a picture from last week's OTAs of on the sidelines, standing there watching practice, Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, Sheila Fordhamp, and Rod Wood standing shoulder to shoulder watching practice. Sheila's actually looks like she's talking to Dan Campbell and uh, having a conversation. But I just, I see Rod Wood hovering, and you know where I'm going with this. I'm going to try so hard to be nice. I, I just, what is he doing out there? <laughs> like, like the brain trust. Like, I get that the owner's out there. I get that the GM's out there. Of course, Dan Campbell's coaching. He's got a whistle around his neck. Why is Rod out there? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking. I just, I don't know. I, it just bothers me. It just bothers me. Because Rod Wood is a businessman, and he's a CPA type, and a financial guy, and he's the Ford family banker. Why is he on the sidelines? Standing there with the general manager who's worked in football his whole life to get to this point, and the coach who, you know, played with a broken hand and played tight end and then was a position coach. and. Uh, my nitpicky issue of the day. All right, folks, we're here all week. Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We will talk to you again tomorrow.